All right. What are we talking about today? How to guarantee your weight loss? Can we guarantee that? Can we guarantee that you're going to lose weight? Guarantee? Hmm. I think so. So that's what we're going to talk about is how to guarantee that you're going to lose weight. And uh, I want to stick with the big G there, the big guarantee. Because imagine if you felt that. Imagine if you truly, truly felt that you could guarantee your weight loss success. Right? Let's just stay there for just a moment. Let's just think about how nice that would feel. Right. They had a method that not only you knew would work, but you knew you could do it. Right? Imagine that. Imagine you had a plan in front of you that you knew would work. You knew you could do it. And you didn't hate it. <laughs> it was it was it wasn't the easiest thing in the world, right? So it wasn't was the easiest. Hey Natasha. Natasha. Yeah, yeah. Natasha Renee. Oh, I'm happy to see you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're talking about how to guarantee your weight loss. Right. So we're talking about really feeling that, really like hundred percent like I know I can do it. I know I can do this. I know it's going to work. And it's not the worst thing in the world. I could do this for a long time. Right. How would that feel? I know it would feel amazing. And I say that to you because even to tap into that idea, that concept at this point feels so completely foreign to you when it comes to your weight loss, that I say this as an initial exercise, just to show that right now you feel the opposite of that. Right? You feel like there's nothing going to work. And if something does work, you're not going to be able to maintain it for long. And if it does work and you're able to do it for a little while, you hate it. <laughs> you don't want to live that way, right? So that's why I say that to you in the beginning. Like we need to have more criteria right from the start. Right? You need to, what's the word? You need to make your goal more, I don't know. What's the word we're looking for? More expansive more uh, specific to what you truly want. You know, a lot of people have very kind of poverty, uh, scarcity minded goals when it comes to their weight loss. Oh, I just want to lose the weight. No, that's not enough of a goal, right? Let's upgrade it, upgrade it. That not only do you want to lose the weight, but you want to return to your goal weight and then you want to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. Let's take it a step further in a way that's enjoyable and comfortable for you in a way that feels almost automatic. So you don't have to think about food and weight all the time. Right. So that's the goal. And you say, why? Well, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. Well, I don't know. But I know one thing. It's like if you don't start asking better questions, you'll never have the answer to that. You know, and I know that it exists. <clears throat> so that's where I want to start here with talking about guaranteeing your weight loss. You've got to change your mindset. You got to change the way you're approaching this. You know, I think with the diets and that's what you have to recognize that the way you've been trying to lose weight is really diet based, diet oriented. And this is the prime reason why you're stuck. This is why you don't feel a sense of guarantee. You don't feel any sense of certainty at all. I speak with people that have lost weight on diets. And even though I, I just did a call, you can watch it for yourself. It's up on YouTube. Um, a coach in college, with Shea, and she's 20 pounds in almost. She's lost 20 pounds. Right? She's been on this for six, seven weeks now, following it really well, lost the weight. And uh, does she feel really confident and excited? No, she's nervous. Right? She's nervous. She's like, I don't know how long, how long I can do this for. I'm worried. I feel wobbly. You see? And so I'm telling that to you now, just so if you're one of these people who hasn't started, if you're not there yet, right? You're, you're, you're still getting ready to start it and you're feeling apprehensive. I'm, I'm telling you why you're feeling apprehensive. Oh, hey, Harvey, hypnosis. Nice. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so, so right from the beginning, we want to approach this with a different mindset. It starts before you even start. And it has to a lot of times because the big challenge you have right now is you can't even get started on any plan. You know, um, you just feel stuck and you think you just need to 
you need to you need to get the the motivation and the and the 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 firepower to, to start doing it. And I'm telling you, what you need to do is change the way you're thinking about it. Get it to the point where you don't need a lot of fire, where you don't need a lot of motivation. How can I do something? Right? What's the little smallest thing I can do? Now, again, I ask these as questions just to kind of stretch your mind a little bit, but um, I want to go back to guaranteeing your results, guaranteeing that you're going to lose weight because that's the, the mind space I want you to be in. Very important. And a lot of people think running around their heads, I, I, no matter what I do, I can't lose weight. The literal opposite. They're, they're guaranteed. They're, they're guaranteeing themselves all right, but they're guaranteed no matter what they do, they're not going to lose weight. Right. And if that's what you believe, good luck. You know what I mean? Like, like it just, it's never going to work. I hope you realize that, you know, even if you lost weight with that mindset, you, you, you know, like, well, it's not going to last. I'm not gonna keep this up. You have to, you have to know that at this point, <laughs> because the more you can diagnose some of these deeper, subtle subconscious issues, the more you can fix them. And it changes everything. And I know you haven't done this, you know, because you're just, you never look what's below the surface. You never look at the subconscious factors. You just look at the tactics. It's, oh, I tried the Weight Watchers. It worked 20 years ago. Why is it not working anymore? Oh my God, I tried doing keto. Oh, I did it for a little while and then I can't stick with it, you know? And it's like, you just, you stay on this surface level where you're just looking at like the diets and wondering why you can't follow them, you know? And I tell you why, it's because your mindset, your mindset's not proper. It's not the proper mindset. And it's not your fault. You know what I mean? A lifetime of dieting marketing has literally, you know, uh, you know, programmed you, hypnotized you to struggle with the weight loss. You know, no, my sitting there saying it's the easiest thing. I'm not, so I'm not going to go the opposite direction. So oh, it's easy. You know, all you need to do is change a couple of your thoughts and everything's easy. That's not that either. Right. But at least it's a path that you can see and understand a process. You know, and somehow weight loss has been completely devoid of that process where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to follow this plan to get this result for a little while and we'll see what happens. You know, thanks, Harvey. <laughs> Appreciate that. If your first name's Harvey, like somebody, maybe calling you by your last name. Uh, so getting that feeling of guarantee is really like, I think, one of the most important things. So how do you tap into that feeling of I guarantee I can get these results? Because that is such a powerful place to be. You know, and even if it's a hard path in front of you, if you know, if you say to yourself, I know if I walk that path, I know where it leads to. It leads to my success. It leads to me being thinner. It leads to me being healthier, me being happier. You see? And so even if it is challenging, great. We know we can do it. You're not on that path with a diet because even the diet, even if you do it, you know, in your mind, you think of it as a temporary thing. And it's always like, how long am I going to do it for? You know, what's up, Amanda? Um, so it's important to recognize that in order to get to this guaranteed feeling, we need to have a plan that we believe is going to work. We need to have a plan that we believe we're going to be able to follow for a while. And we need to have a plan that we at least don't hate. <laughs> and I'm keeping that again. I, you, you know, saying, oh, you plan you love. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I don't I don't love brushing my teeth. I'd rather just go to bed. You know what I mean? But, but I do it because it's worth it. You know what I mean? So, again, I think we got to be very specific with the criteria we're using to decide what plan we're going to follow. Okay. So these are the criteria I give you and ask them of yourself, ask them with your current weight loss plan, which I know is a diet. I know it's some, oh, I've been seeing a lot of keto lately, hmm, intermittent fasting. I get a lot of stuff on that on my feed. You know, maybe let's try that. Ooh, this is epic. What? Let me actually look into that medicine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you have these vague ideas, but again, in all of them, I think you're going to find that you either don't believe it's going to work. You don't believe you're going to stick with it or you don't want to do it because it's miserable. And if that's what you feel about any of the strategies or approaches you have potentially for yourself, well, they're not going to work. 
You know what I mean? So instead of you thinking there's something wrong with you and you got to change to fit the plan. No, the plan has to change to fit you, <laughs> right? You're going to build it to fit you, to fit your criteria, what you want to achieve and accomplish. Okay. And once you do that, then you start saying, okay, how can I guarantee my weight loss in a way that works for me? And then I'm going to keep up. Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> One you probably don't ask very often. So where do we go from there? I'll help you out with some of these answers because I've been thinking about this for 30 years. And so I'll help kind of spur you along. So first off, how do we guarantee results? Okay. Um, now, I think this is a little bit of a layered question, right? I wish I could just give you one simple thing. Now I can reduce your calories, right? There you go. <laughs> it's that simple on one hand, right? That's the thing about weight loss, right? It's like, it's always this paradox of weight loss. Cause it's like conceptually weight loss is one of the simplest things on the planet. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, Oh, I just got to reduce my calories or, or burn more calories. Okay. But that doesn't work well, by the way, we might get into that later, but, but really you want to reduce your calories. You want to consume less calories. That's the, the Royal road to mastering your weight. Okay. And so reducing more calories is the simplest concept on the planet. However, implementing that concept and making it a reality is one of the hardest things to do. You know, um, I am on, I'm usually around the same time. I'm, I'm trying to make this a specific time. I will get there eventually. I promise. But right now I'm kind of between one and three, four ish PM, um, Eastern usually. Um, and thank you. I'm glad you like the content. Um, so, you know, when we start thinking about how we can lose the weight the way we want to, and we say, how can I guarantee it? Again, we have to recognize that knowing what to do, the idea, oh, I just need to lower the calories. That that part's the easy part. And that's where most people get stuck on. Oh, I just need a new plan, new diet coming down the pike. Let me try that. No, it's always going to be hard because every diet works technically. Like if you could do it, you know, follow it perfectly. The problem is it, it's like knowing what to do is easy. The getting ourselves to do it consistently is the hard part. And no one ever focuses on the hard part. <laughs> I spent my entire career focusing on the hard part. You know, how does someone actually change their behavior? Right. Cause that's what most people are looking at. So what most people use to try and change their behavior, willpower, you got one tool. I'm going to force myself to act in this new way, you know? And of course you can do that for a little while and then you can't. Right. So how do we get ourselves to act in new ways? So if we want to change our behavior, we start with that level. Well, I'll tell you what, how you feel has a huge impact on how you behave. Right. <laughs> Cause listen, we all know this with the food, you know what you should and shouldn't eat. And when you're really motivated and fired up and excited, you, you eat the right way. And then, you know, same brain, you get in a different situation and you're eating all the food. What, what changed, right? Well, the first level that changed is how you feel. One, when you're motivated, you're excited, you can't wait to lose the weight. You're fired up, excited about it. And the next one, you're like, oh, who gives a shit? I don't want to think about this anymore. I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. I just got to fight with my boss. I'm, you know, arguing with my kids. You see? So how you feel? And then how, why, what we feel, what, what's controlling that? That's how you think, right? So there's three levels you really want to control. How you behave, how you feel, how you think. And then they go in order. How you think influences how you feel. How you feel influences how you behave, right? So this is the part. It's the hard part of weight loss, right? That no one ever talks about. You know, and so you have no tools. Yes, yeah, so Maggie says after three weeks of dieting, my brain says, nope, happened a few times. Yeah, it happens a few times to everyone. We can all relate to this. Everyone knows what that feels like, you know, which is fine. <laughs> the weird part, though, no, I'm not calling you out, but we got to address the problem first, right? The weird part isn't that we do a diet for three weeks and say, that's ah, enough, I'm done. And it's happened a few times. It's the fact that we're going to do it again. <laughs> That's the part. That's why I say you guys are literally in a state of hypnosis when it comes to your weight loss, because what happens? Th tell me if this sounds familiar. 
the spontaneous pain-based event happens. What's that? You stepping on the scale, seeing a picture of yourself, catching your reflection, going to the doctor, someone saying something to you. You get so upset. You said, I've got to lose this weight. You pick some crazy plan because you got to lose weight fast now. You're really upset. And you do this really crazy plan. You're able to force yourself to do it for a few weeks, maybe. And then you can't do it anymore. And what happens? You go back to what you were doing, only to repeat that whole process over again. Who knows how many times? For your whole life, perhaps. You know? So- that's the typical way. So when we want to understand, again, when we come back to weight loss, again, conceptually, it's always so easy. The challenge is actually getting yourself to do it. And so what tools do you have to influence your mindset, your behaviors, how you feel? And I know those tools are almost zero. I know that. Okay. Because the diets never talk about that stuff. They never teach you that stuff. I, me thinks it's because the diets don't really want you to lose weight. Right. Why would I say that? Right. Why would I say it? Well, if y'all see me before, you know, I'm going with this one. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Um, company that owns Slim Fast was owned, the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. Company that owns Atkins Food Products, same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. These companies don't want you to lose weight. They want you to restrict your calories intensely for a little while so that you end up eating more calories ultimately, I believe. And this is why I think they never really go through the mindset piece, you know, the lifestyle piece, the holistic approach, you know, which is without question, the most effective approach to master your weight once and for all, right? So how do you guarantee it? And that, that brings us to that, that, that step. If you don't feel a sense, now maybe you don't get right to guarantee, but if you don't feel a strong sense of belief starting a plan that this is going to work for me, I don't even know what you're doing. I feel like you're wasting your time, you know? Um, and I say this knowing that, you know, geez, I'll say even guitar. I, I remember I started playing guitar and I was terrible at it. But I had a belief in my head that if I stick with this, if I keep practicing, I know I'll get better. And I did. Had the same belief when I approached weight loss. You know. Now notice, I didn't start day one changing everything. I started day one fixing one thing, working on that, optimizing it, tweaking it, improving it so that I could create a strategy that worked for me. And then I had that. And now I don't have to think about it anymore. But then I move on to the next thing. You know. Again, the complete opposite. You know, I can't think of a better way to fail at something than to try and fix everything all at once, which is what every diet is, right? Day one, you know, people cutting 50, 60, 70% of their calories out day one and expecting they're going to maintain that until they reach their goal weight. It never works, but that's what they believe they're going to do this time. Why? It, it's a, it's, it's like there, there's never been more evidence that something doesn't work than the diets, right? There's, there's numbers out there. 39% of people can't make it past a week on a diet. 75% can't make it past a month and 95% of people ultimately fail to keep the weight off dieting, you know? So I don't know how much worse the numbers could be when people start to say, you know what, maybe it's something else. However, you all live in a, a mental space now where you can't even separate weight loss from dieting. You know what I mean? Like, like how are you going to lose weight if you're not dieting? It's just, it's an absence of, well, I don't know what to do then. What, what else? What, what do you mean? What would I do? You know, these diets infected our brains so much that we can't even think about weight loss without it. And so this is why you're walking around feeling no sense of guarantee. Never mind a guarantee. You feel no sense of certainty or confidence that you can lose the weight at all at this point. You know, you get to the point where I said, I've had people last week telling me, because they said, what do you think about water fasting? I said, well, I think it's ridiculous, you know, for losing weight. I think it's the worst strategy you could imagine and, and think of. And um, so they say, yeah, but I just want to do it so that I can build some motivation because you know, they don't believe they can lose weight. So they, they believe it's so little that, that they'll, they'll starve themselves just to see if they can lose a couple pounds, you know? And that's where a lot of people find themselves. Maybe not that extreme, but you start feeling like there's nothing that's going to work for me. I've tried everything and nothing works. My, my camera is blurry. 
My other camera blurry. Oh, I see. Yep, spot focus. Yeah, that'll do it. Freaking thing. <laughs> um, when I get, I don't know. All right. So, anyways, I got another video camera. It's blurry. It's driving me nuts. Okay. So, so how do we guarantee it? Right. So here's the, here's the punchline. To guarantee it, you want to change the way you're approaching the whole thing right from the get go. All right. So what's happening right now is subconsciously you're approaching your weight loss in a very short term time frame. You're just thinking how can, how fast can I lose the weight? And that is causing you to, to just really only see if the question you're asking is how fast can I lose the weight? The only answer is extreme methods. Does that make sense? Right. If, if that's the goal, if the only thing that's going to like, you know, appeal to you is something that's fast results, that's going to be an extreme approach, you know? And if that's the only thing you do, again, the flip side of that extreme approach is that you're probably not gonna be able to do it for long. It's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of work to do it. You see? And so, um, What's the alternative to that? The alternative to that is to optimize and set yourself up for long-term success. You know, um, that's the key thing, you know, because then that's where we start getting the guaranteed results. Because if you gave yourself more time, there's a saying that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. Right. And if you think about it, your weight's always been optimized to fast results, which on the flip side of that coin is I have to do, um, I have to do something extreme to get fast results. And so you're, you're trapped in this, this mental prison, you know, and you can't see your way out of it. And, um, anything else in your life, if you only approach based on fast results, uh, then you would see that that sets you up for failure right from the beginning. So to guarantee your results, you've got to take a step back and give yourself some more time. You don't know how long this is going to take. Weight loss is unpredictable anyways. Okay. Even in a laboratory setting where they're literally measuring out your calories. It's still unpredictable. Okay. So you don't know, you can't, you can't, you don't know the time frame it's going to take. Right. And most people are always quitting way too soon. They're quitting too soon, but they're also choosing planes that are unsustainable. They don't want to keep them up. So what if you started slow and steady building up for the long-term success? What if your goal was not how much weight I can lose this month, but how much weight can I lose by next year at this time? All it's, it's a, you can feel it. You can feel it in your brain when you think this, can't you? Cause you're using different neural pathways. Cause you never think of it this way. You know, it's always just the fast, fast way. And it's keeping you stuck. That's why I say, take a step back. This is why the hypnosis is so helpful. So everyone, if you have not listened to the hypnosis session, I'm giving it to you. Go on my bio and get that hypnosis session. What's that doing? It's relaxing your body and your mind. It's activating your parasympathetic nervous system. It's connecting to your creativity and your clear thinking. So you can think about this process in a unique, new, empowering way that you have not been thinking about it like, okay? You've got the answers in you. You're not able to access them because your sympathetic fight or flight nervous system is constantly engaged and you're trapped in this way of thinking of it. So you guarantee it by giving yourself more time and space. You guarantee it by focusing on your actions as opposed to the results only. Now, of course, you want to look at the results. You've got to measure the results to calibrate the behaviors you're doing. You see what I mean? But right now, all you're doing is you're doing extreme things and just watching that scale to see if it goes down quick enough. And it never goes down quick enough anyways, right? But there's very little focused on what am I doing to maintain this or to, to achieve this? And am I going to be able to keep this up? Because if you ask yourself that question, the real answer would be, no, I'm not going to be able to keep this up. And if that's the real question, I know it's a hard thing to, to kind of hear at first, but it's valuable to hear because then you can say, okay, then I'm going to stop doing it now and I'm going to start focusing on things I can do long-term because how long do you want to lose the weight for? Oh, what do you, I can hear you right through the screen. You said forever, 
right? So if you want to keep the weight off forever, then it might make sense to come up with a forever plan, <laughs> right? And then don't buy into the bullshit of, oh, I just want to lose the weight and then I'll figure it out. No, you won't. Because if you're doing some crazy thing, and what's crazy, by the way, anything can be crazy. Keto to me is crazy in the extreme. I mean, the idea that you want to eat less refined carbs makes a lot of sense. The idea that you're going to live your life in ketosis is crazy to me, you know? And it's like, who's going to do that? Probably not too many people, to be honest. Are you willing to do that? <laughs> and if you're not, it's okay. This is what I'm saying. We always measure ourselves by these crazy diets instead of measuring ourselves by where am I at? Yeah, intermittent fasting, that's a, that's a tactic though. I like intermittent fasting. It's part of my, my strategy overall, but it's one tactic amongst many. I don't think intermittent fasting by itself, it, it, again, it's, it's okay. It, it's again, what does intermittent fasting do? It's like keto. It, it addresses a problem in our society, right? Of having too many refined carbs, of having, um, you know, the, the fasting, eating too much all the time, constantly putting food in our, our faces, you know? Yeah, it's a problem. So let's deal with it. But usually it's not going to be enough. You know, that's my opinion, you know, um, and I'll explain what I mean with a more holistic approach in one second here. So how do you guarantee your results? Again, you extend that time frame and you start focusing on the deeper issues that are truly impacting your weight. It's not enough just to know what to eat. You know what I mean? Because you already know what to eat. If you were a robot and you just typed in what you're going to eat all day and you would just do that, you'd have no problem losing weight right? The information of what you shouldn't eat, what you shouldn't is not the main problem you have. The main problem is you don't know how to influence your behavior to do what you already know you should. Okay. And so that's where you start guaranteeing the results is start focusing on what's truly dictating your results, which is your behavior. What's your behavior, your feelings, and then your thinking. And when you start focusing on these things that are actually giving you the results you're getting, you start to feel a sense of confidence. And if you can sprinkle some patience on this process, you've got a path of mastery laid out in front of you. And that's what's going to give you the guaranteed results you're looking for because you are never focusing on these deeper issues that are impacting your weight. That's why you feel out of control, right? You feel like you have no control over your motivation, your behaviors. Sometimes you're able to force yourself to do the right thing and sometimes you're not and you don't know why. And now you're stuck. That's, that's where you're at. So when you start focusing on how to deal with these subtle things, it gives you a, a sense of control. And that's what leads to the guaranteed results, you know, because again, I said, what, what, how do you lose weight? You reduce the calories that you're typically eating. You lower them. Okay. For, for consistently. And so how do you do that though? We have to change your behaviors. How do you do that? To change your thinking, you know? So specifically, I'll give you three specific areas to focus on. So someone say, yeah, calorie counting, um, calorie counting. I'm not a huge fan of, um, do you need to count calories in order to lose weight? I would say you do at first, most likely because you're probably really bad at, we are all pretty bad at estimating calories, you know, for a number of reasons. Um, but it's important that, you know, you realize that uh, process that us counting calories, well, for, if you like counting calories, go ahead. I mean, I know that some people like measure every time they eat, you know, that's what they don't mind doing that. Cool. I don't like tracking calories. I don't like counting calories. You know, you have to lower calories, whether you need to count them in order to do that or not. It's probably up for each person. I think counting your calories for a little while is a good strategy, though, um, at least initially, just to calibrate how accurate you are. So what I mean by that is say, okay, I'm going to have some cereal, pour what you think, <clears throat> and then say, okay, I think that's probably a serving, you know, and then pour it into like a measuring cup or something and see, were you right? Were you way off? 
You know, a lot of times you'll find your way off. So that's really helpful. Then you say, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm kind of bad at measuring things. That's a real eye opener. And then you say, oh, no wonder I'm not losing weight. I'm eating three servings when I thought I was eating one. That's a very common experience people have. You know, so that part's really, really helpful. <laughs> my eye shape irritates me. You know, what's irritating me is my, my I got a watery eye. I feel like my dog is, um, is annoying me. Like my, I got a dog, Gilly, she's a Boston Terrier. And she's got like one squinkly eye that's always leaking. And I think it must be contagious because I swear my eyes, do. <laughs> but that's not my shape. You're irritated by something else, but I get that. I get irritated by eyes all the time. I'm irritating my own eye. What can I tell you? I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so the guarantee of, of how you're going to guarantee yourself losing weight is that you have a plan that you know, you feel like I'm going to do this forever. You know, um, I'm going to do this because it's really important for me, you know, for all the reasons, having that motivation that's not just based on fast results, but it's based on something deeper. You know, it's like being a good parent, right? It's like when you're a parent, it's like you always want to be a good parent. And it's like that that window never really closes, right? You can be a crappy parent for a long time. There's always a chance you can do it better. And you're always in that game, right? Because it's so important. Well, your weight loss can be the same thing. And when you understand the deeper factors, there's more things to work on and improve. And it's not just all like this, this 100% effort that you do occasionally. It starts to become consistent effort that you take in small ways. That's one of the big phrases I always say to people in my program is consistency over intensity, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, about my eye, they're talking about someone else, but, uh, it, but, but this eye is, it's bothering me right now. And I don't know why it's like, it doesn't feel, I don't know what's going on. I should show you a picture of my dog though. I, I can't do it right now, but, um, oh, you see it actually. Oh no, it's not there. I was saying I put up a picture of my dog the other day. Anyways, you don't care about my dog. So, um, so yeah, how do we guarantee the weight loss? So the first step is the way you're doing it is sustainable. So you can feel like you can keep getting better at it and you break it down into smaller pieces. So it's not just eating right. You know, it's these more subtle factors that are easier to work with. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, when everything's going great in life, it's easier just to control your eating. Okay. But usually life's not always going great. Usually there's stress and frustration and, and overwhelm and all this other stuff. And so we want to optimize to those times when I'm, when everything's kind of falling apart, how can I still stay somewhat on track? You know, and sometimes that's not influencing your eating that much. They hate to say it, right? So how do you lose weight? How do you focus on your weight mastery when you're not eating great? You know, I'll tell you how you focus on other habits, like drinking water, going to bed early, going for walks, relaxing, you know what I mean? Like breaking it down into subtle things. And so that's what I always suggest to people. And I'm going to get to your specific questions in one second here. So in my program, I like to break it down into three categories that I'm always focusing on mindset, lifestyle, eating, right? So my program is a 60 page workbook where you come up with these specific blueprints. I call them weight mastery blueprints to yourself. So the mindset you're working on mindset because it's an interesting and it's also the foundation of every result you get. Right. And so what happens is you start with mindset, your motivation. Are you really motivated? Right. How can you feel more motivated? How can you feel more control over that? Um, your self-image, your weight loss cannot be just an outside in process where you think, well, if I just lose the weight, then I'm a different person. Please don't believe that. You know what I mean? Like I've talked to so many people, they've lost the weight. I said, well, what happened? So I didn't feel like myself. I just did. I'm going to put that inter interview up today or tomorrow, but it's somebody who lost 25 pounds a couple of years ago. I said, well, what happened? Because I, I still didn't feel confident. It's only, so it's important for you to understand that. I don't want to freak you out, um, but it's important that you understand, uh, you know, that, that, that the weight in and of itself doesn't guarantee your happiness. You, you see, that's why, again, we bring it back to the beginning. Don't just follow a plan that's going to make you lose weight that you hate because there's no happiness at the end of that path, you know? What you want to do is you want to start with a path that makes you feel good right from the beginning. 
that's the path that's going to give you the results you want, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. Okay. And so um, focusing on your self-image, becoming the person you want to be from day one, you know, that's the key thing. Um, understanding how to influence your habits neuroscientifically, like strategically, how do I influence my habits? Um, your emotions, how to influence your emotions, feel the emotions you want, deal with the emotions you don't want to feel, how to think like a thin person, right? Your internal dialogue, you know, you're talking to yourself all the time. That's controlling your weight, how to maintain. Never mind once you get your goal weight, then focusing on maintaining. You need to focus on maintaining day one to day two. Let's be honest. <laughs> week one to week two. We can't just take that for granted, right? We need maintenance strategies right at the beginning. And so when you see what I mean, like when you break down these things, you can't just fix them all at once. You know what I mean? Like it's just a process of learning. Again, you should approach your weight loss like the piano. You can't just master the piano in a week. It's a process that you commit to. You know what I mean? You get better and develop and, you know, it's a journey. So is your weight. You know, you're trying to just do like a sprint. You're just trying to do it all right now. I don't want to figure anything out. Just tell me what to do and I'll just do it. Stop. You won't. <laughs> so that's the mindset piece. And there's a the lifestyle piece. The lifestyle piece is the most important one. And this is where most of my focus goes to is really maintaining a lifestyle that is the foundation for my eating. Because without the lifestyle piece, my eating would fall apart. I know it and I've experienced it. So what do I mean by lifestyle? I'm talking about your sleep, your hydration, your relaxation, your breathing, your nourishment, your movement, your meditation, your gratitude. You get these things into your life on a regular basis. You transform yourself from the inside out into the best version of you. Makes it easier to eat the right foods. And then we get to eating, right? Eating strategies that are built around you, okay? Your lifestyle, your preferences, who you want to be, you know? That's the secret. And that's how you guarantee your success because now it's not just based on the scale and it going down. There's a lot of other things that are improving along the way. And that makes it a much more enjoyable process and it's longer lasting, all right? So that's how you start to guarantee your success. And you should demand that you feel like you're, gonna, you're guaranteed. As long as you keep doing this, you're guaranteed but recognizing that you can keep with it, right? So I hope that makes sense. I want to answer some of your questions. And if you have any, feel free to ask them. Um, yeah, what to do, change thinking when having sugar cravings. Yeah, okay, sugar cravings. So the first thing I say is that, the first thing with sugar cravings is that when you eat sugar, it's like cravings on layaway. So obviously, and it sounds, I know this is obvious, but the first thing to cut down sugar cravings is cut down the sugar consumption, okay? Number one. Number two is how you're thinking about sugar. Okay. So right now, subconsciously, the way you think about sugar, it's associated with pleasure. Okay. You think about sugar and you primarily think about it in a way that creates a sense of pleasure when, when you think about eating it. So you want to change how you're thinking about sugar. I think one of the best ways to do this, I would suggest watching a couple documentaries or, or videos on what sugar does to you. Um, that would be helpful. But one of the big ones is that uh, we don't want to just tell, I don't eat sugar because I don't want my teeth to rot. I, I don't eat sugar because I don't want to gain weight. Those are too far in the future to mean much to you right now. So what I do find to be somewhat effective is to just notice what happens when I consume sugar. When I put sugar into my body, sucrose, right? Sucrose is, is table sugar. Now, sucrose is, is really two things. It's glucose and fructose, okay? So when you consume sugar, it's important to understand that sugar is extremely processed. Sugar is not a natural thing. That's the first step. Um, it's not like you tap the sugar cane and that table sugar comes out. Um, you tap the sugar cane and then you have to super process it all um, to turn it into sugar that we're, we're talking about. And so that sugar has been processed in the most intense way so that it absorbs into your body as fast as possible. That's what makes it so addictive. And so as soon as you consume sugar, it's a powder that is absorbed instantly practically into your blood. 
And so the glucose spikes your blood sugar level, okay? And the fructose goes over to your liver. And depending on how much you eat, it kind of overwhelms the liver a bit. And so the blood sugar level is the one we all know about, right? It's the precursor to type 2 diabetes when we're eating sugar all the time because we spike the glucose levels and too much glucose in our blood is inflammatory, right? So our body has to release insulin to clear it out of the blood. And so now this is the interesting part. Our body's not good at measuring how much insulin to re release because we've never been able to spike our blood sugar like this in all of history. Think about it right? We weren't able to do that until all of a sudden we had processed sugar all over the place. So our body overshoots the insulin, clears all the glucose out. And now guess what? Now you're hungry again, right? And on top of that, all the insulin in your blood is another inflammatory marker, right? So now you've inflamed your body with the glucose, you've inflamed your body with the insulin, and now you're really hungry. Okay. And so it's got, I think it's helpful to think of it this way though, because this is instantly what happens when you eat the sugar. And so the closer you can bring the consequence of what's happening to when you're making that decision, the easier it is to make the choice you want to make. Okay. So I'll, I'll share that again. I could go I could talk about sugar all day long, but I'm going to just leave you with that one. Um, watch a couple things on it and then bring that, um, that consequence a lot closer. Best NLP messages that you tell yourself to get results. Oh yeah. I mean, everything I tell myself is NLP messages. <laughs> um, whether they're, they're NLP presuppositions, messages, or ones I've created myself. So in my program, for example, I have like one, one part of it. I, I think of hypnosis as more of a, a sub, um, it's like a supplement to the whole program. But what happens is, uh, it's there, there's every single day for eight weeks, you get a five minute morning session and each one has like weight loss mantras in it. And then every night you get a sleep gnosis session each week, you get a new one with a core weight loss mantra. In it. So, you know, at the end of the day, there's like, you know, 80 different weight loss mantras you're giving yourself. And that's just a fraction of them. So I like having specific ones for myself, but here's a couple. Um, there's no failure. There's only feedback, right? Talking about how to guarantee results. If you really start believing that there's no failure, there's only feedback. That is a profound game changer. All right. Um, what other message do I get myself? Action is rewarded. You know, when I take actions, because that's the thing with weight loss, you have to take the actions now to get the results you want. And that's the hard part, right? If we could eat well today and be 40 pounds lighter tomorrow, it'd be really easy to eat well today, right? <laughs> um, but the problem is there's a time frame there. So we have to remind ourselves. Um, consequence over consumption. Now, what that means is that the food industry has hypnotized us to think about eating food just during the terms of consumption. Right. So when you think to yourself, oh, I think I'm going to have some cookies, you're thinking about eating the cookie. And that's the movie you make in your mind of getting the cookie, putting it up to your mouth, chewing it, swallowing it. That's the movie you watch. OK, but I play that movie out another five minutes and I say, how do I feel five minutes after I've finished eating the cookies? What's the consequence? And the consequence, usually physically, mentally and emotionally, is somewhat negative. Right. I'm very negative in my head if, if I want to lose weight and then I do something that's going to stop that. After I've done that, I feel like I've let myself down. But why'd you do that? What's going on with you? We have this very negative voice sometimes in our head. Emotionally, I might feel depressed, frustrated, annoyed with myself. Why'd I do that? I don't, that's not what I want. Damn it. You know? So I'm very focused in on the consequence that follows the behavior. And I, I've consistently trained that into myself. It helps me make much better decisions because I think it's a more accurate um, depiction of what's going on. You know, again, we've been hypnotized by the food companies to just think about the consumption part. But if you can spread that just five more minutes into the, the five minute effect after you finished eating, that can be very powerful. I need hypnotic weight loss. Yeah, y'all need hypnotic weight loss. I don't even know how you would ever lose weight long term without understanding self-hypnosis. I really don't. 
And I, I don't say it just because I'm a hypnotist. You're a subconscious creature. You're not a conscious being. Like you, you are, you have consciousness. You are conscious. You're aware of some of the things you do, but you're primarily on autopilot. You think you're constantly making um, rational, logical decisions about what to eat. You know, that's, that's not true. You're making emotional decisions on what you do, what you've done. You know, you do what you've been programmed to do subconsciously. You're a subconscious creature walking through your life and you have no sense of this, right? You, you know, you have a conscious mind, a subconscious mind, and they're totally different, right? Your conscious mind is the party that's logical and rational, wants you to lose weight, tries to get you to do it. Okay. But that ain't working, right? <laughs> so it's like, if you were just a conscious being like weight loss would be easy, wouldn't it? You would just do what you know you should do. But the problem is, you know what to do. And then when you go to do it, something compels you to do the, something else. Well, what's that part of you? How do you describe that? I say it's your subconscious mind, it's your subconscious programming. It's what you've learned to do. And so you, you've been snacking. You get, get a box of cookies every night at eight o'clock. And now you say, I want to lose weight. And now eight o'clock comes and what? What happens? You start reaching for the box of cookies. Why? Because that's what you've done for the last five years. That's a subconscious program. that just runs automatically. And you're trying to lose weight by what? Fighting against that. And you fight against it for a little while and then you get distracted, bored or whatever. And this just starts up again. It never, and it was never dealt with. You're never dealing with your subconscious programming. And so if you don't deal with your subconscious programs, I don't know how you'd ever lose weight in any long-term way. You know, some people stumble into it, you know, but to me, it's like, if you don't understand how to influence your subconscious mind, I don't, I don't even know what you're trying to do. You know, I really don't, you know? And so once you understand hypnosis, hypnosis is just the, the process of influencing your subconscious mind. It's that simple. And no one's doing that. You're just trying to use willpower to fight against your subconscious mind. And how's that going? And that's how it's always going to go. You're, you're not built to fight against your subconscious mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, learning what serving size was eye-opening. Yeah, right? Serving sizes. You, you, If you have never measured your serving sizes, you're probably underestimating them. That's just probably, all right? My dog actually pushes me to take him on walks. He encourages me. Yeah, that's great. That's a great strategy, right? Get a dog that you got to walk. That's, that's like, that's strategic thinking. I'm not necessarily saying that's why you got the dog, but... That's the type of thinking, like you want to set your life up so that it's kind of pulling you in the direction you want to go in. You know, you want to have like different kind of triggers. You want to use habit stacking. There's a lot of strategy you can use with your weight loss. No one ever uses strategy with weight loss. It's just purely tactical. You know, it's one tactic at a time. I'm intermittent fast. I'm going to do keto. I'm going to do Mediterranean diet. I'm going to, I'm on Mozambic. <laughs> it's like, there's like one thing they're doing, right? It's crazy to me. I don't understand that. You know, but, but that's a smart, that's a smart example of using strategy to keep yourself on a path that's going to be easier to master your weight. Do you have any advice for someone five? Okay. Five feet, imagine and, and 14 stone, um, struggling. Well, it'd be the same advice I'd have for any, I don't know why I was looking at the sizes so much because the, the, the sizes are really irrelevant. Um, people are struggling again. It's what I said in the beginning. I think it's, it's, it's the first step I always tell people is, is again, changing the time frame you're thinking because you're thinking in a short term time frame, which is making everything so difficult. You know, you're putting this arbitrary time frame around yourself, which is making you judge your results in a way that's almost impossible to stick with, you know, because you all like even when you're losing weight, you're still feeling discouraged because it's not fast enough. That, that's what I always see. It's never fast enough. And it's because you have a lifetime of bullshit diet as in your head always making crazy claims. So now your idea of weight loss has been way skewed, way skewed from, from like what's normal and natural to like just outlandish stuff. And I'm not saying it's outlandish, like you can't do it. You can do it, but you have to do extreme things to make that happen, you know? And so um, 
uh, yeah. So my advice for you would be to, first of all, look at it as a long-term thing, start focusing. How can I master my weight? And I would pick the first, what's the worst habit you have eating habit, the worst habit you have. And I would focus on fixing that. What about thyroid issues or Hashimoto's? Um, you know, okay. So this is what I always say with both of those that I always suggest postmenopausal or menopausal women, whatever stage they're in, um, hormonal things, metabolic disorders, Hashimoto's. Uh, I always suggest the lifestyle piece, really double down on the lifestyle piece, because the truth is you don't know how much of it's the disease and how much of it's the lifestyle. You really don't, you know? And again, what do I mean by lifestyle? Sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And you start adding these things into your life and then start noticing, you know, if, if they're, th then kind of see where you're at. All right. Um, someone says for me, sugar, sugar craving stopped when I completely cut it out. It took a few weeks, but craving stopped. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, I mean, sugar is the closest thing food wise that we have to cocaine. <laughs> you know, you may not like me saying that, but what am I going to say? You know, it's like, that's the science of it. It lights up the same parts of your brain that cocaine does. You know, it's not a normal substance. Do you understand? Like, I'm not, I'm not advocating for you to do cocaine either, by the way. But what I'm saying is that people for thousands of years have been chewing on coca leaves and they're not like coke addicts. There's a big difference between chewing on a coca leaf and snorting powdered cocaine and smoking cocaine, right? They, they become more addictive as you go down the line. So it's the same thing with sugar. You know, the sugar we're eating is hyper processed to be as addictive as possible. So yeah, the more sugar you eat, the more flour you eat, the more cravings you're going to have for sugar and flour. They're addictive substances. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying they're, they're like, well, they are like cocaine a little bit, but I'm not saying the effects are the same. Please understand what I'm saying here. I'm saying addiction wise, they're very addictive substances. You know, um, the ultimate effects are different. Obviously eating a lot of sugar and eating a lot of cocaine are, are different effects, right? We understand this, but they're both addictive. You know, so yeah, not a surprise for me that when you cut down, cut down the sugar um, completely, that the sugar cravings go away. It's like smokers, right? Smokers always think like, oh, when I stop smoking, then I get all the cravings. You know, not smoking's giving me cravings. No, no. It's the cigarettes that are giving you cravings. <laughs> when you stop eating, when you stop smoking cigarettes, then the cravings will go away. You might always have, you know, a little mental one, but the physical craving goes away. Same thing with sugar, you know? However, now I will say though, people say this all the time. I think... And I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm just going to keep it 100, 100 with you real, is that I, I think the weird thing about weight loss, it's like a managed addiction. It's unique in that way, right? Because most other things you get addicted to, you just stop completely. You know, food's one of these things you have to kind of manage it. So here I am on one hand, I'm going to say, yeah, sugar. I think of sugar like cocaine. On the other hand, I give sugar to my kids. That's a weird place to be, right? There's a lot of cognitive dissonance there, but we, we, I, I, and this is not a, certainly Americans are very bad at this. Right. But it's like, I think in order to master your weight, you've got to have the ability to kind of live simultaneously with these contrary thoughts, you know? Um, and so the reason I say that to you is that a lot of people say, Oh, I cut the sugar out completely and the sugar craze away. Great. But very few of us are going to cut out sugar hundred percent. Okay. I, I don't cut sugar out hundred percent. I manage it. So I'll, I'll eat sugar at specific times. Most of the time. Okay. So my main eating plan, I mean, the, the core most biggest part of it is it's five days, clean eating, two days, pleasure eating, which doesn't mean I don't eat any sugar on the five days of clean eating, but it means I eat a lot less of it then. And then I will have sugar on the two days of pleasure. So it's like, I've gotten very good at kind of, you know, compartmentalizing those things. And that's worked well for me. Now, if you just cut sugar out forever, Hey, great. But if you find yourself eating sugar in a week, don't feel like a failure. That's what a lot of people do. 
And so you can eat sugar, but you just have to eat it strategically, I believe. Okay. Um, is monk fruit blend with the, uh, better options? I don't even know what irithatol is. Is that like a sugar substitute? You have to let me know. I, I wish I could answer that, Marlena. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, fruit's usually better. Definitely. How can I help myself? Whoop. Um, Weak-minded. I have underactive thyroid. Any advice? Yeah, I, again, I, I say this with anyone with a thyroid or metabolic issues is really focus on the lifestyle piece, right? Sleeping, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. You know, I think those those big big eight, and then then see, you know, see what happens from there. But I definitely focus in on those. My issue is eating chocolate. I could eat it all day, every day. Yeah, sure. But, you know, the, here's the question, right? So I like this one too. And I, I just made a video on this. Like the pleasure of food is relative to the situation you're in, right? So what I mean by that is if you're 100 pounds overweight and you feel really bad about it and you're worried about your health and all this other stuff. Okay. Um, if that's your situation and you know that part of it's eating a lot of chocolate, let's just say, um, how much pleasure are you getting out of chocolate? So I, I would say that that way of speaking it's a little loose. I wouldn't say that. Right. And I would say something like I could eat all day, every day if I lived in a world where there was no cause and effect, but I don't want to eat it all day, every day, because I don't like how that would make me feel physically, mentally, and emotionally. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I would speak like that because a lot of times we, we speak in linguistics, right? We speak in surface language and there's a deeper structure to things. Okay. So a lot of times we'll say things like I could eat it all day, every day. You don't really mean that. I, I know I, I'm being, I know no one likes when I do this to them is semantical nitpicking, but I say this because your subconscious mind is very literal. So when we get into subconscious programming, influence your subconscious mind, what you're saying is very, very important. And the deeper meanings of what you're saying are really important. So if you're walking around saying, oh, I love chocolate, I eat it all day, every day. If you keep saying that, it's going to impact you. And it's not true, you know, because you said I could eat it all day, every day. Well, why don't you then? Right? There's a reason why I don't want to be 500 pounds, maybe whatever the reason you may be, I'd start tagging that on the end of it. I could eat it all day, but I don't because blah, 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 blah. Then you clarify that to your mind, you know, what to eat when we need sweet stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So the first thing is to reduce the need for sweet stuff by, you know, you're going to like this either probably, but it's like, I think that one of the best things you can do to master your weight is to get comfortable and familiar with eating bland foods. You know, not every food has to be a celebration. You know, we, we've got, again, we've gotten conditioned this way of thinking, like literally every single meal, a lot of people, if you're eating a regular standard American diet, every single meal has sugar in it, you know? So it's like, they put sugar in everything because it's addictive. <laughs> so it's like, it's not a bad idea to have a couple, again, my clean eating days, there's no sugar, like in any of the meals. I mean, I might have some chocolate at night. I might have some candy or something. I had some jelly bean steaks that were hanging around, right? Not a normal thing for me. I want to make clear, but I also want to make clear that I'm not perfect. I, I want to make that clear. I don't want you to think, I think there's too much of that. I, I really, there's so much dogma when it comes to weight loss. And so I don't want you to look at me like, oh, this guy just eats perfect. And so that's why he's able to do it. It's not perfect. I got kids. My daughter just started working at a, at a candy store chocolate place, right? So there's, there's more candy and chocolate around than I've had around me in 30 years, you know? So it's a new thing to deal with. Which again brings me back to the point that I think the most important thing you can do is learn how to hypnotize yourself. And I don't want you to get caught up on that word hypnosis. It's just being able to influence your subconscious mind. But you've got to be able to do this yourself because life's always changing. You know what I mean? Shitty suggestions are coming at you 24 hours a day. Every single food ad you see is a hypnosis session. They're trying to get you to feel some emotion and attach it to their food. 
know, so understanding hypnosis, understanding how to influence yourself. I, I just, I don't know what's a more important skill than that. You know, honestly, I, I really don't. So, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so when you need sweet stuff, though, that's another question. So, so sweet stuff's relative, though. Do you see what I'm saying? That's the point I was trying to get to. And so that's why I don't like, like, I don't like the fake sugar stuff. It's all oh, there's any calories in it. Yeah, but it's so sweet. It's calibrating your tongue to an unnaturally sweet level. So that if you're okay, you're eating a diet, drinking diet soda. There's no calories in it. Yeah, great, but it's so sweet that that's where your tongue gets accustomed to. So now you drink a diet soda and you go and eat a piece of fruit and it feels it, it tastes boring and gross. You see, or then God forbid you eat a vegetable and that tastes like absolutely nothing, you know? So if all you're putting in your mouth is hyper palatable foods, natural, healthy, unprocessed foods taste like shit or nothing, you know? And so it gets harder to eat them. So I like to, again, when I talk about clean eating, I'm looking to calibrate my taste as well to more natural, boring levels, you know? So again, needing sweet stuff is relative to how we typically eat. So for me, when I need something sweet, especially if I, I don't eat a lot of sugar. So if I eat a banana, if I eat an apple, those are sweet. You know, um, if I want something more than that, if I have a piece of candy again, like today I had a couple jelly beans. I don't need to eat all of them because eating a couple of jelly beans is a lot of sugar for me. Cause I don't really eat a lot of sugar except on the weekends, you know? So again, everything's relative. I hope that makes sense. You know, cause sometimes we just want to be like, what can I eat sweet, but everything else is sweet. So what else is going to be sweet for you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. Um, Jim, thank you so much for your advice and helping us. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Um, you know, take care, bro. Guys, name is never give. Just think never going to give you up. Monk fruit is usually blended, so be careful because it's blended with that stuff. And that is that the, like the fake sugar? Is that what that is? How many times should I listen to my hypnosis? Oh, that's a good question. Um, now, again, I want to make this clear because I don't want to overstate what hypnosis can do for you. I, I use hypnosis in my program. It, it's a big part of the program, but it's used as a supplement. Again, the main part of my program is teaching you the program yourself in technique. It's a self-hypnotic programming technique that you use. It takes about a minute or so. Use it at night to program your mind. Then there's a workbook I take you through to really give you your weight mastery blueprints, mindset, lifestyle, eating specific strategies and blueprints for you to use. But then again, there's all that hypnosis. So... In that sense, you know, there's a lot of hypnosis. I mean, again, there's like eight weeks every day. It's a brand new session. The challenge with hypnosis sometimes when you listen to just one session is that it, you'll get results for the first week or two of listening to it. And then it starts to become less of a hypnotic process. You start to know what's how, you know, what they're going to say, you know, you can hear when I'm, you know, licking my lips, you know, exactly when that's coming and it becomes, you become less in a trance and it becomes less effective. But at first, what I want you to do is I want you to listen to that session, um, like five nights in a row, five days in a row. And what the main thing I want you to, I want you to pay attention to is how it feels for those five days. Okay. I can't guarantee it's going to last forever, but if you can get a result from it, at least initially, then you know, hypnosis can work. Right. So I'm making, I want to make that clear. That session of itself is, isn't the whole story. Unfortunately, I wish it was okay, but it's an example of what it feels like to influence your subconscious mind. I want you to notice, listen to that session five days in a row Notice if it's easier for you to make healthier choices, if you're more motivated, if you automatically do the things that are going to lead to you losing weight. That's what I want you to notice because it's an example of how subconscious programming can really make this whole process so much easier and more enjoyable, right? But yeah, five days in a row, I do it. Stress binging is my issue. Okay, that's a great question. I want to talk about that because 
um, that, that was my goal this week. I want to talk more about emotional eating. So I would say stress binging is your issue, but stress binging is not the main issue. The main issue is that you don't have a effective way to relax yourself and reduce your stress that doesn't involve food. True. And even though your name looks like it might be all skiing, so maybe you're a skier, right? So let's compare those experiences of like when you binge on food versus when you get out for a great day of skiing, right? Which one leaves you feeling more relaxed over a 24-hour period? And I think the answer is obvious, okay? So anytime that you feel like you have an emotional eating issue, I would reframe that as not an emotional eating issue, more as you have a lack of strategies to deal with your emotions, to either experience the emotions you want or to deal with the emotions you don't want to feel and experience. And once you resolve that, the whole process changes. But I hope that makes sense, right? Um, Susan says, I just can't moderate amounts of sweets, all or nothing. Ugh. Yeah. Um, people say that. I, I never really believe that. You know, now I'm not saying it's never the case. Some people are extremely sensitive to foods and like eating some sugar, eating some flour will kick them into overdrive. Okay. So, so I'm not saying that's not you, but I'm saying it's probably not you. I think a lot of people feel more out of control with their eating than they actually are because you know, listen, the diets, one big key part of the diet is this all or nothing mentality, you know? And so you're so deep in that mentality that you just think that's the truth. And I've found that moderating amounts of sweets, if you do it strategically, almost always works. Again, not always, but, but usually. And so I begin asking yourself, have you ever been successful moderating your sweets in any way? You know, I start looking for the successes you've had and building on those as opposed to coming at it with this idea that you just can't moderate them. Because I believe you can. Now, again, it, it's hard. But let me, actually, there's a perfect entrance for this here. Um, one thing I'm doing, and you can watch one of them already, uh, if you want to get a feel for it before you volunteer, is uh, if you want me to coach you, literally, one-on-one, -on -one, right? I will literally coach you. Now, you got to let me videotape it and release it as a podcast. So, you know, you get that's a certain personality type. But if that is your personality type, I will literally work with you. I'll do a complete coaching session um, with you. So all you need to do is just shoot me an email. Uh, you can go to my bio and click my the email button or email me at jim at programyourselfthin.com. And I will, uh, I'll walk you through whatever the process, stress binging, moderating sweets, any of these things, I guarantee you, <laughs> guarantee you will make tremendous headway. You will get more done in this session with whatever challenge you have than you've gotten and done in decades. Guaranteed. Guarantee it. And um, that'll be completely free. So yeah, if you're interested in that, uh, just shoot me an email and we'll set that up. You can see what one of them's like. I just did one last, well, I did two last week. Um, one was Shay, who she was awesome. And you, you can see it up on, on YouTube there. Jim Consulis is my channel. And I put it up there and you can see how it goes. And I, and I did another one after it. And uh, that one's awesome too. And I just got to put that up. But you'll see it's the way we approach things. Your mindset is the biggest thing between you getting the results you want and, and where you're at. Um, because again, your, your mindset's kind of broken, I would say, uh, simply because you've been so inundated with dieting marketing messages that it just, you know, it affects how you think about all this stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, if you want to do that, you know, shoot me an email. 
And then um, if you have not gotten that hypnosis session yet, listen to it. And then listen, I give you all this stuff for free, right? My mission in life is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And um, no one gives you more free stuff than me. I know that. And so uh, once you opt in for that hypnosis session, it takes a couple minutes to send it to you. But you'll be brought to a page where you can listen to a training, you know, three steps to master your weight. Well, watch it. It's a half hour training. It'll give you a complete system here, a complete approach to master your weight. Right? So if you're really serious, you know, if you've been struggling to lose weight for decades and you, you want to do it, you know, I guarantee it'll be a fresh approach. It's not a diet. So that's something, right? Because <laughs> it'll help you realize, you know, just how kind of confined your thinking is, you know? And I say this to you because it's like, I know you're, I know you're discouraged. I know you're frustrated. I know you feel like you've given up because you feel like you've tried everything, but you haven't tried everything. You've tried every diet. You just, you don't understand what I'm saying, you know? And once you watch the training, I think it starts dawning on you. You know what I mean? That there's another way to approach this stuff. And uh, we never see that. And it makes a lot of sense, you know? So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frustrated, if you can't understand why you're not taking the actions you know you want to, um, probably your best chance of figuring that out. <laughs> I really mean that because, you know, I can sit on here. I've had people get on and they say, oh, this is so discouraging. And it's like, I could sit on here and pump you guys up all day. You know, I could do the usual bullshit. Yeah, sign up. Yeah, do it. Go check it out, you know? Um, and then by the way, I'm not completely honest. You watch that training. If, if you're interested in my program, I have a coaching program too. Um, if you're interested in that program, you know, you can learn about it there, but I want to make clear, you know, like I could get on here, I could pump you guys up the, the whole time, but it's like, it's, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? I, I'm a master. I could pump you up. I, I get no problem. I gotta be leaving here feeling on top of the world, but it won't last. You know, if you don't change the deeper subconscious programming, the way you're thinking about things, your habits, habitual behaviors, um, how you think of this process, you need to have more, more granular understanding of the deeper processes that are leading to the things that lead to your weight. Cause right now it's like, you want to lose weight. So what do you focus on? You're eating and maybe you're exercising. And how do you do that? Well, you said, give me the plan and I'll just follow my willpower. And that's pretty much everyone's weight loss plan in a nutshell, you know? And it's like, that ain't the problem. <laughs> the problem isn't that the plan doesn't work. The problem is that just trying to use your willpower to change yourself doesn't work. You're not, you're not changing the stuff inside of you. So it ain't rocket science, but it's like, it's also probably not something you're going to come up with on your own. You know, I've spent 30 years obsessed with this stuff. You know, I got certified in hypnosis, neurolinguistic program, a yoga instructor, strategic coach. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. <laughs> you know, I created a program yourself that I mean, I've been at this, at this, um, trying to figure out, you know, cause I think I always say this, I feel, I feel like I feel like a unique void with the weight loss world because everyone's out there telling you what to do. You get dietitians, nutritionists, personal trainers telling you what to do, but what do you do? How do you get yourself to do it when you don't feel like it? That's, that's the big question, isn't it? <laughs> right. Well, how do you get yourself motivated? How do you get yourself to want to do it? How do you do it when you don't feel like doing it? That's an interesting question, <laughs> right? So it's like, I don't know that there's just all, and you know it, right? Because again, that, that's why it bums me out though, because you don't know any of this stuff and you just think like the way to succeed is just force yourself to do it. And if you can't do that and no one's able to, then it's like, well, it's not going to work. You know, and, and again, it'll work. You just have to do something different. I've worked on mindset, but most don't talk about it this simply. No, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. I really, <laughs> Listen, I think I'm your best chance you ever have of mastering your weight. I, I truly believe that. And I, I don't say that just... I don't think I'm the smartest guy. 
Like I definitely am not the smartest guy that I know for sure. But I do think that it's, I've got a unique perspective I would take, I would say. And, and I, I work in a unique area. Like again, who out there is going to tell you how to get yourself to do the things you know you should, you know, it's way easier to go out there and just say, oh, you should cut carbs out. You just stop eating for 12 hours a day. Oh, just cut sugar. Stop eating sugar. Simple. Cut the sugar out. You got to cut the sugar out. You know, it's like, asshole. I already know that. <laughs> like, it makes me, makes me nuts. But no one ever talks about it, right? And so then, oh, just cut the sugar out. And then someone gets on and says, I'm having trouble with sugar. Well, if you're really serious, you cut the sugar out. You just got to cut the sugar out. It's like, well, you know, <laughs> and what do you do? Oh, you just shrink. You, just, uh, you feel like shit, you know? And it's like, that's what every diet's making you do now. Like, you just feel like shit. You just beat down, beat down, beat down. You know, and it's like, oh, maybe I'll try this diet. Hey, guess what? It's the same friggin' thing. It, oh, it's a di oh, this one, you got to do this plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? The philosophy is always a little different. But if you can see past the differences of like, oh, this one says stop eating carbs. This one says stop eating fat. This one says just eat meat. This one says don't eat any meat. This one, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if you can get past the specifics of what they say and take one step back, you realize what they're doing is they're giving you a plan and they're saying, here, just follow this plan perfectly. Oh, well, shit. What do I do when I get depressed? What do I do when I lose five pounds and I feel like it's not fast enough and then I feel discouraged? <laughs> what do I, what do I do when I start losing some weight and then I get really scared because now I'm worried that guys are going to start looking at me and now I feel scared and I'm worried for my security. What do I do when I lose 20 pounds on whatever plan? And now I'm worried, what if I'm losing too fast? And so I'm going to have loose skin and I'm going to look worse than I did when I was overweight. You see what I mean? Like there's all this subconscious stuff that no one ever talks about. And I don't understand how, because, you know, we get 70% of the population is overweight or obese now. And dieting is the number one strategy out there. It's clearly not working. And no one ever is like, um, uh, what else can we do? Oh, you need to change your lifestyle. Well, what does that mean? What's that mean? You know, you know, thanks guy. I appreciate that. You know, I don't mean to come across as condescending. It's just, it's like, God, it's one friggin' note with the weight loss. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's all some version of like, I don't even, I don't, that Jillian Michaels lady, the, the personal trainer, you know, she's like the epitome of it to me. And she seems like a fine person, I'm not, but it, it's just, it's that personal trainer thing. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, you know, there's going to beat you up and da, da, da. And so I think we internalize that. And so now we got this voice when we want to lose weight and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And this voice is like, yeah, you're not going to do it. You, you got to do it hard. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. You got to cut it all. And like we got this drill sergeant voice in our head. that's just constantly beating ourselves up. That is not the voice you need. <laughs> I give you the voice you need. It's right here. It's coming through your ears right now. Yeah. She's mean. Right. But aren't we mean to ourselves? You know what I'm saying? Like I use that as an example and she might be a great person. I know she helps these, these people lose a bunch of weight, but I hate that show anyways. I hate it with a passion. I think it's, I think that show's worse than like, like it's not inspiring. <laughs> you think it's inspiring, but it's not because subconsciously it's reinforcing all the diet bullshit that's keeping you stuck. So it seems inspiring, but it's not subconsciously because it's all about the short-term weight loss. It's all about looking better. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's intense. It's unsustainable. You know, it makes me crazy, but anyways, um, <laughs> you never get this, like the voice you want to hear is, is my voice. And this isn't even, cause I get, I do these lives and sometimes I get all annoyed and frustrated when I, I think about the state of, of this whole thing. But when I'm training, it's, it's, it's a supportive voice an encouraging voice. Can you imagine? 
Imagine having a voice in your head that was supportive and encouraging. And when you made a mistake, it comes in and says, Hey, it's okay. Look at you. You're, you're taking steps to make this work. And so what, you know, let's learn from it. Let's grow. Let's evolve, optimize it. Let's keep going, baby. Let's, let's keep going. Right. It's like, there's no, where's that voice coming from? Where's that voice coming from in the modern diet culture? I, I have not heard it. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some people out there. I know there are some people, but as far as like an amplified voice, it's not, it's, it's that friggin' drill sergeant voice, you know, or it's the know-it-all voice. Just, just do this and stop. Oh, just stop eating sugar. Oh, that's it. Oh, I've been eating sugar seven times a day for the last 20 years. Oh, I'm just going to stop eating sugar tomorrow. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, just stop eating carbs. Oh yeah. Okay. I eat 80% of my day is, is carbs. I'm just going to, tomorrow I'm just going to change 80% of my eating forever. Oh, okay. It's, it's stupid. You know, so you get this drill sergeant or you get the professor just telling you what you should do with no sense of emotion, like Dr. Spock, right? They're just, just stop eating carbs. Oh, and that's what makes weight loss so frustrating, right? Because conceptually, no shit. You already know this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know it. That's why you're so mad at yourself. But the problem is it's not knowing what to do. That's the problem. You know enough of that. You've got to start focusing yourself on how to get yourself to do these things. And that's, you're never focusing on that because you have one tool and one tool only, which is willpower. There's no developing your willpower. You either have it or you don't. And you don't. <laughs> You've proven this to yourself, but you keep trying to, what, what, what do you, what's going to be different the next time you try and lose weight with willpower as opposed to the last 50 times? What's going to be different? That's a great question to ask yourself. And I don't know what answer you come up with. But to me, it's like, I'd rather know all the subtle things. I, I come like the soft skills. It's kind of a buzzword these days. But the soft skills of weight loss, how do I motivate myself? How do I keep my mindset kind of, you know, on the right track? How do I speak nicely to myself? How do I change my habits in a strategic way? How can I develop a better self-image so I don't always feel like an overweight person is addicted to sweets? You know, um, will hypnosis work on me if English is second language? I learned English as an adult, so my Spanish, um, my subconscious speaks Spanish. Oh, I don't know, Marlena. That's a great question. Um, I've had... It depends. It depends on the person and um, where you're at. But what I'd suggest is go get the session. Again, go to my bio, guys, and get, get that hypnosis session. you be listening to it in five minutes. You know, Experience it. You know, if, it. if it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, notice how it feels anyway. You'll get enough out of it to get some of the experience. If it works for you, cool. If it doesn't work for you, try a Spanish one and then see what happens. You know? Well, if we don't cut down once we develop a life-threatening disease, we will we will be forced to. But you know, Maria, you know what's crazy about that is that not even necessarily. They did a study of guys that had had heart um, heart surgery and they tracked their lifestyle. Twenty percent of them changed their lifestyle, you know, which I thought was really fascinating. So it almost even goes beyond the motivation piece, you know, is that it's um and, and Marlena, by the way, even if the hypnosis doesn't work, watch the training. Okay. Cause again, the hypnosis is a supplement to everything else. I, I think the hypnosis is very powerful, but the most powerful process I think is the program yourself 10 technique where you program your own mind. I think that's the number one most important part of the whole program. Then there's the blueprints. I think those are really important, but, um, it's programming yourself. That is the number one, most important thing you can do. Change your weight. Um, but yeah, so, so again, I mean, even, even the worst case scenario sometimes, my father, he died of a heart attack at 54. He knew, now again, it was 1984, so we weren't quite the association between health and lifestyle and, and longevity. But, um, you know, he had a bad heart, he knew it, and he couldn't change his lifestyle, you know? So, you know, even when the motivation's really off the charts, even sometimes that's not enough. Because if you don't know your subconscious programming, you're just going to fight against yourself. That's what you do now. 
right? You're fighting against yourself, trying to get yourself to change. You're trying to force yourself to eat better, you know? And um, it feels like a battle. It feels like a struggle. And it's one that you can't keep up because your subconscious mind is infinitely more powerful than your conscious mind. You know, that's why that doesn't work. So go get, listen, go listen to the hypnosis session and watch that training. And then I email you every day. I email you positive enlightening stuff that helps you, trains you, encourages you, all the rest of it. I told you, I'm here to help you out here. <laughs> like, I, I don't know who else is doing this stuff. I don't know. So I try to help you out for free. So I do these lives, do all this stuff. Um, but there's a better way out there. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I'm sounding confident and cocky because I know it's a better way. <laughs> it's, um, you know, there's no one in the program out here right now, I don't think. But it's like, if you listen, every, every it's constantly, it's all wins constantly. I mean, there's challenges too. I'm not, not everything's a perfect straight line of success. But the beauty is when you start to make this more than just weight loss, there's lots of ways to succeed. Okay. And, um, and the whole process is winning the whole way. You know what I mean? And then the weight loss just kind of happens, but it's not just all about the weight loss. Uh, all right. I got to get out of here. I could talk about this forever, but I got to go. I got to do, got to do a call. Um, have a great day guys. I got a bunch of videos coming out. Go check out the ones I put up. I put a bunch of this weekend and there's some really good ones. Watch the, the, your enjoyment of the food one. I, I'm a big fan of that one, but go check it out. Check out the podcast program yourself, thin.com. Um, get your session and, uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Bye everyone.